be 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 ba ba da da sa ba ba da di hey da da What do we say about singing intros? It's not gonna it's not gonna get picked up. I'm sorry, it's just What did we say about Are you singing the song that was in the Yes It's been stuck in my head. Has it? It's just, but yeah, it has. I've only, I've I don't had... know. I don't know the words to it. I just know the Kimito. <laughs> welcome back to why well, do people like anime? Welcome back to why do people like anime karaoke? Karaoke. Karaoke. With the greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, that's John. I'm John. That's Julie. And uh, we are a podcast that watches anime <laughs> and talks about it. We're, the, we're your friends that you were like, oh, you got to see this new anime. And they went, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They Just went, kidding. They said, yeah, but then they never watched it. But we did watch it. We watched it secretly. And we're almost at 100 episodes. I don't know if uh, you feel the... The the burn? Ticking clock. Yeah. <laughs> the counting down. I don't know. I mean... I, I don't know if I really see it as uh, I, I it's a it's an accomplishment. I mean, we've been doing it for like two years. Well, think of it this way: we will have watched a hundred anime for Is sure. Is that true? It's not though, because we've done multi oh, multi part episodes. Oh, one parts and two parts. Sorry, but surely by the time we hit our hundredth episode, we will have <laughs> seen a hundred. We will we will have seen at least one hundred episodes of anime. At least one hundred episodes. Way more than that, actually, but. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is, this is, have you ever engaged in something for this long that wasn't like school related? No, you know, not when I'm really, I mean, being in a relationship. We 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 chose to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, you know me, like I I kind (laughs) of. in a relationship. (laughs) Well, you said engaged and it's like. Have you ever been engaged? Yeah. Yeah. Um. To me. To, to <laughs> when we're doing the intro, I was gonna say that's Julie, my wife. Hands off. <laughs> this is my wife. Has it I like, been? I like the idea of saying hands off. <laughs> like, <laughs> hands off the merchandise. Um, has nope. it been? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I I I generally get into something and then it's Chaos. it's never for two years. Yeah, no, like it I've quickly never, falls I've never out, played right? a video game for two years straight. But then there's some things that you just keep coming back to. Yeah. Just like the just like anime. Like Godzilla. Like Godzilla. Truly. Yeah. You're like really obsessed with something for a minute and then you like stop being you just stop one day. That's like the craziest part. Yeah. Is is you're in you're in this is like vague, but let's just say like yeah, you're really into Godzilla, you're watching Godzilla movies, we're going to see Shin Godzilla and stuff like that. We're talking about Godzilla, then just like boom. On to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Then it's just Genshin Impact. How's that been going? <laughs> I mean, I've I've kept up with it. I've been I'm I'm nearing a month of playing it every day, pretty much. Can I ask you something? Sure. What is Genshin Impact? And we're back. Batteries <laughs> dry. Uh, Genshin Impact. Oh right. Is basically Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild with anime characters. Got it. And a gotcha element. Is it online? Sort of. You can you can do co-op with people. Um, and it's like kind of consistently updated. 
Is it multiplayer? You can massive. You can co-op with people, but no, it's not like a. It's, it's not, not like World massive. of Warcraft or Final Fantasy fourteen. It looks, it looks like World World of Warcraft or like that Star Wars game. Oh, um, uh, uh, Star Battle Wars: The Old Sage. Republic. <laughs> Battle Sage. What was it? The Old Republic. Yeah. It's similar. I mean, it's um. There's like RPG elements, sort of. And you're talking to people. Can I tell you a statistic that I heard recently? Sure. Uh, that 100 of Genshin Impact players are idiots. <laughs> is that what you're going to tell no, me? No, no, God. You ready to razz no, me? No, this is real. This okay. is a real thing that I heard. Uh, it is that uh, kids these days are more interested in video games than they are in music. Uh, that's not surprising to me. That's, but isn't that just wild? It is, um, like a wild concept. More interested than all of music. Yeah, I mean, what do kids <laughs> have to listen to today? Like, just garbage. Apparently, like, like who's getting excited about like I don't know, a Sam kid Smith. Is, a kid is more likely to go to an esports event than they are to go to uh, a concert. That's that's pretty funny. I mean, maybe not that this, to that extreme, but basically that's that's kind of where we're going is what it feels like. That I mean, video games have bigger a bigger weight than some of the bigger musicians. It is it is astounding to me how it really has become like the the equalizer or like it seems like. And I could be wrong, but it seems like all kids play video games to some extent. Right. Whereas, like, I think when we were in high school, there was just, like, a there was a huge majority that just didn't. Right. Or that just, like, weren't in a game. Like, you know, maybe they would play Call of Duty, but, like... Or, like, maybe they would play Mario Kart. Yeah. But they didn't own the Wii. Right. What happened to the Wii? It evolved to the Switch. Oh, right. <laughs> I, mm, wow. Time flies. Now we have, <laughs> have two little remotes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo made the Wii. They did. Wow. Makes you think. Yeah, wow, makes you think. They're really dedicated you to know, their- You sometimes, know, uh... sometimes you ride the wave and sometimes the wave rides you. Oh my you. God. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, this week we watched Ride Your Wave. What'd you think? <laughs> what? Why? Why couldn't I segue there? I mean, we could, ta- we could talk segue. about it. We could talk about it. We could talk about the program we watched this week. <laughs> Did you movie. have any other points you wanted to make? Uh, no, I, I just think the idea that kids playing more kids being into video games than music is an unsurprising but still pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we've kind of talked about in like broad strokes, maybe like the death of subculture in some way. Right. Because like, of the internet. Because of the internet and everything just becoming so kind of enmeshed with each other. Like I don't I don't know if there are that many like lines in the sand of uh in terms of like taste in music or film or anything like that. I think it's you can look up anything now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no sort sort of like secret underground element to subculture anymore. Right. Like, oh, this is music that's only available to, you know, like, you have to go to these techno clubs to find this, these, like, weirdos in trip pants or whatever. Uh, or you had to, like, if you if you're into, like, weird subculture music, it would be, you would either be digging on, like, 
weird blog spots in like Russian. Right. And like tr- and finding like, you know, <laughs> illegal downloads of music or you'd be dealing with like some dickhead vinyl distro <laughs> right. to get the record you want and like arguing with some asshole who hasn't shipped your record out. Right. Whereas now it's like, you know, you can you can listen to anything immediately. You just Google it. You can Google it or YouTube or Spotify. You can go you can just Google what is vaporwave. Yeah. <laughs> What is atmospheric black metal? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh. What is the difference between? And then maybe you discover something you like, but maybe you just like realize what it is. What is the difference between brutal technical death metal and technical brutal death metal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can just because if you don't know, you're you're a pose dog. Yeah, that's like that's my favorite running joke on a uh, punk rock NBA. We've got all of the answers at our fingertips now. We do. So it really uh, eliminates the the uh you don't you the don't, cool aspect. You don't need a there the, it's it's eliminated subcultures. it's eliminated the gatekeeper. Yes. in a lot of ways, which is not always a good thing. But I also think. not always a bad thing. True. Not always a bad thing. Anime might have been gatekept a little bit. I yeah, definitely. I think it 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 depending was. on uh depending on who you were. I feel like talking to. I feel like you were like a poser if you just like Naruto. Right. Like I wasn't enmeshed in anime subculture that hard, but it was like very. I mean, I guess it maybe still is today where it's like if you only like the. I think that's true with like any subculture. It's like if you only like the major thing, it's you're easily identified as like a poser. If you're like I'm into architecture, my favorite architect Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> it's like, yeah, congratulations, you fucking dork. Yeah. Be like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, he is the most popular one. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 like a weird balance of people wanting other people to realize how cool their thing is, but then also wanting to protect and keep their yeah, thing. Yeah, I think, I think that's a major part of it is people think, People feel threatened if there's like a new like wait isn't um what's the the running up that hill what's it, what oh uh, the Kate Bush song yeah the Kate Bush song yeah. that like is suddenly new like <laughs> yeah is is now more popular than normies. ever because of Stranger Things right yeah right I found out about that song the true way which is the Shawn Michaels Undertaker mm. uh, <laughs> WrestleMania 26 <laughs> feud. Where they had that in the promo, the placebo, the placebo cover, oh, where it's yeah. extra dramatic. Nice. That cover is fucking awesome. Right. I don't like placebos. Okay. Like they have, they have a few hitters, but like no one's. I'm not listening to the full album. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that cover is like on. It's fucking on point. Yeah. But, per- it, but that video is perfect whole, too. The whole thing. Yeah. No, I agree. But, but the whole thing of like some hugely popular thing, like borrowing some some subcultures thing, and then just like putting it on blast, and then it suddenly being very popular. Yeah. What What would be like the worst? It, what if would there be any song that you would feel like hurt by if <laughs> if it be if it suddenly became like super popular like that? Uh, I no no song is coming to mind, but what's coming to my mind right away is when they put the Iron Giant in Ready Player One. Oh, and it was like, what are you? Like, I was like, 
you can't just take this beautiful, precious movie yeah. to, that is like intrinsic to my to to me as a person and just strip it and down then just to you. strip it down, dumb robot, because it's not just a dumb robot. Yeah, it's got a it's got a soul. It just kind of like tears it right out of yeah. your body. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it's it's. I feel like the the decontextualization of something that you like into another medium like that. Right. I mean, I, have we we had this conversation offline, and I've had this with other people, but like, have we spoken at length about like, or have I spoken about like my feelings on like the sexy anime figure? Mm, I don't know because I feel like that's like the ultimate, the ultimate decontextualization of like a character into. Yes, you have talked object. to me about this. Yes, yeah. When when they take Ray and then just put her in like a bikini, a bikini, and then just sell that as an as like a thing you can own. It is. It is like the ultimate uh, objectification of. You know, granted, these are fictional characters that have no real. I think you were especially upset about like them taking a character that like is so not sexy and then putting her in a bikini and as a figure to just to just put on your shelf becomes like a weird. Uh... Or we're like the sexualization. I mean, I feel like the sexualization of a lot of the characters is sort of. Uh... It, it has to do with the plot or like their growth as a character. I mean, the one that the ones that really kind of bugged me were the Gridman, right? Women in that show right. being turned into figures, sexy figures. It's just like I don't know. It's just really, it's very bothersome. So I feel like it is like a, I don't know. I don't know if there's. I mean, going back to the Stranger Things thing, I don't know if there's. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what song would like really hurt if it was like that didn't it, well, well, like didn't they put in the in the batman trailer it was a uh, something, something in the, in the way, way yeah by nirvana and it was and i found that very jarring i mean uh, it was a big part of the movie yeah no they they played it in the movie as well but it was like when when we saw that trailer the first time and you like hear like the song that it, it has nothing to, you just can't help but wonder like man what would what would Kurt what think? would Kurt think of yeah. this this song being used in this movie in this way to sell <laughs> super superhero? Paul's uh, I think the one recently Shit. that really bothered me was Policy of Truth in that Death on the Nile movie that no one saw mm-hmm. with Army. Let me eat your guts, Hammer. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh. It's not a band I connect to that much, but that that's a uh, law dispute song, such small hands, right? So like something like that, where it's like from your childhood or or like your from a very specific subculture, because like yes, or maybe in your like life. Kate Bush or Nirvana, like these things are already popular. Yeah. but maybe something more niche, like some law dispute song, or like I don't know. Um... I don't know. Nothing else coming to mind. Cold cave confetti. Yeah, I was. That's weird that you said that because I was thinking cold cave for a second. Yeah. Or like Elliot Smith or something. Like if those songs like got used in a in a Stranger Things show, that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> that would uh be a little jarring. You know what you should do is just 
Just write your own, <laughs> write your ride own your song. Own wave. Right, yeah, don't ride your wave. Let the wave ride you. What did I say? Let's talk about the, the movie we watched because it's so unrelated to everything else that we've been. All Listen, very interesting, by the way. I, uh, I, I, I sort of rediscovered a U- So there's like this YouTube channel I used to watch, two best friends play. Yeah, and it, you know, so there are tertiary people in that. So it became like. Yeah, you know, big YouTube channel with like four people, and then I guess the the two best friends, the titular two best friends, uh, started hating each other or something, and they <laughs> broke off. And so, but two of the people, uh, so one of the best friends and this other guy Wooly, who's like a fighting game guy, right? They start. I guess they have a podcast that's just them kind of chatting about like video game stuff. Yeah. And one of the episodes is like five hours long. <laughs> So like I and I was like I was listening to like a, a good chunk of it. So my <laughs> my bar for like getting to the point is like so low at this at, at this, this juncture. juncture. <laughs> this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been. Uh, I you know I, I feel like we've complained about other podcasts not talking about the thing that the podcast is titled is yeah, about so... until like twenty minutes in. Uh, so I'm just trying to get to it, you know? Well, I feel like... I, the thing... Because because we have to get to it, and then we can devolve, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the the one we were sort of specifically... It's like, I don't know. I see your point. <laughs> I just... I, I need to get it out of the way. The We watched Ride Your Wave this week. The, yeah, yeah. The, the Science Saru 2019 yes. film, Ride Your Wave. Yes. About a... a Young romance gone awry. Can I? I just I did want to talk about this before we talked about the movie, but here we are. So I watched the trailer for this, Ooh. and I have to say I I am so tired of trailers. We need oh. to abolish the trailer, especially the anime trailer. No, just all trailers. I also watched the trailer recently for uh, the one that you warned me about, actually, uh, for the new Jordan Peele movie. Oh. Um, oh, the new trailer? Nope. Or I think it's called Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched the new trailer. Gives the whole movie away. Yeah, I'm glad I haven't it seen it. It gives the whole movie away. Yeah. And I didn't even play it with sound. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just wanted to, like, preview it a little, just to, see if, just to see if I was right about my theory. You know, like, but but what I'm saying is... Every time that I've not watched the trailer, the movie watching experience is always better. Yeah. Every time I do watch the trailer, worse. A thousand times worse. I mean, we we just saw The Fog. Yeah. In uh at Alamo and you know, I I knew nothing about it. I just knew that it was a John Carpenter movie and I'm trying to, you know, check all the movies off. Mm-hmm. Um but and, and I was I was very pleasantly surprised and I thought it was like great. Right. Very cozy horror movie, weirdly. Yeah. Cozy and slow. I would say this movie was kind of cozy, too. This is a very cozy this movie. This is the epit- This is like the the high epitome peak of anime feel-good movies. Yeah. It's, um... It's like... I, w- I almost want to say nothing happens. You know, well, I wouldn't say that. I think but a lot happens. A lot happens, but also like, I don't know. I, it for me, I was not super emotionally impacted by it. And same. Spoiler alert: 
But if you watch the trailer, it's not a spoiler that uh, it's kind of about grief and losing somebody that you love and holding on to that. I feel like there have been other movies that did what this movie was trying to do better. But also, it could have been so much more heavy-handed and brutal, yeah. and it wasn't. So I'm kind of like torn between was it good or and did I like it? Yes, but like, would I recommend it? I don't know. I think it it took a very it took a sort of well trodden path to use yeah. the cliche, but I think it took it in a in a direction I was not expecting, and in a, in a direction I thought was was pretty interesting. Um, but also, I thought you meant I. But when when we were watching it, you were like, "Oh, I know what's going to happen." Well, I did, but I did not expect. Uh, should we just get into it? Yes. The the dead boyfriend to re- be reincarnated as the the spirit the of water. Spirit of water. Now, see, you would know that. Yeah, if, if you I watched, if the I watched the trailer, I'm sure I would, <laughs> but I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Not only do they give away that. I mean, I th- I feel like they were trying to go for a kind of like what Up did, uh, I was... sort of like a quick establishing of this meaningful relationship, and then make you feel stuff the, really quick. Yeah, getting to the point of the movie, which is her dealing with the the loss. Yeah. Uh, my my mind went to uh, Wolf Children. Hmm. Because like you, know, I think I think. I think it would be unfair to compare the two, but I think ultimately Wolf Children pulled it off better. I mean, although like the story was was about a lot more than just like romance, it was also about like family and love and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So different. I I think it was. I don't know if we've. And I'm sure there's something we have seen that does have like that intro, quick relationship sort of montage. Right. Uh. One of the partners dies, and then the movie sort of begins. Right. Um. I'm. I'm sure that's maybe come up one other time. Yeah. I can't really blanking. think of it. I'm blanking, but um, making <laughs> making the uh the dead uh partner into a water spirit. Pretty novel. Pretty pretty good. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. And the way they did it was fun, where... Grief is fun. Yeah, exactly. It was almost like... It was almost not about grief. It was almost about loss um, or change or something. Because I don't feel like it, like, hit me the way that maybe, you know, like, I, I did not cry during this movie, where I kept looking the over, love I interest like... dies. I, I, I thought about it. But it didn't really like hit me like the way that some other anime movies have. Side question about crying in movies. Yeah. If you've if you watched a movie in recent memory where you did cry, and then you later, not too long later, watch another movie where you might cry, do you feel like your emotions are already sapped by that first movie? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because we watched absolutely. Uh, we went and we saw everything everywhere all at once. Which was a real master class in uh, making you feel stuff. Which, yeah, uh, hit me hit me in a way that I wasn't prepared for. I was, I was emotionally primed for. And then 
the next, like, almost two days later, we watch Ride Your Wave. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe, maybe if I had not just divulged all of my emotional <laughs> baggage Energy. in in this movie. Yeah. Which was about totally different things, by the way. Um, Like, the reason I cried was for a different reason. Yeah. But still the act of, of emotional... Uh... <laughs> Dumping. Yeah. <laughs> I had emotionally dumped, and therefore I had nothing left to dump. Maybe, you know? Maybe. Because I was reading reviews about this movie, because I was like, okay, what's the consensus here? And generally people liked it, and found it emotional, and connected to the characters. Whereas, I don't know if I felt that 100%. I feel like I, I was so aware of the um, the storytelling technique that it was t- kind of hard for me to like. I was, you know, because like I hadn't seen, I didn't know anything about this movie. Yeah. I didn't know anything where the story was going, but it's like you have two characters sort of falling for each other and like a montage where they're, they're sort of crossing a lot of like big emotional moments in a very short span of a movie then either you're going two ways in my mind. You're either going to like total dissolution of the relationship or like they break up and things some, go some really sort of dramatic event. Yeah, where like it, one of them becomes like betrays the other one or it's like about that or something like that. Or just death. Or or the other one's or someone's dying. You know I, what I mean? I will say when they when when Min, Minato Minato? When Minato dies it's such like a quick moment that I, I, because I feel like when you watch like a main character die in a movie, it's so like epic or drawn out or like really like focused. But in this case, it's like Minato and Hin- Hinako, like they 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 have this very like steady, normal, normal. I mean, just just stable. Um, uh, classic, if you will, uh, relationship. A real neat, cute moment where we're gonna stay together forever. Yeah, we're going on the cute date. The montage was too long, but that's just my opinion. And then he and they they're learning how to surf, right? Because it's a surfing movie. She's a really good surfer. He's learning how to surf. He's learning how to surf from her, and he goes out one morning to surf and. He it's it just happens so fast. He goes into the water to to help somebody who's drowning and then it's almost like just fades to white and it's like you know what happens. They don't linger on it. Like they don't he does not die tragically and it's it's almost like from the perspective of Hinako who Hears shows up it. to the yeah. scene and has to sort of piece it together like ambulance, fam like family friends you know yeah uh boards or whatever wave runners and and it's like she doesn't know what happens either nobody really knows what happens except by piecing together the little evidence they have so in that way i'm thinking it's not just about grief it's about just like sudden life events that you're not prepared for right yeah like when when something so like so 
uh, I don't want to say like traumatic necessarily, but maybe just su- it's just so sudden that this yeah. happens to them, and it's an accident. It's there's nothing malicious about it. It's just freak, freak occurrence. Totally. And she dies, and then she's. Uh, I will say uh, while the montage was too long, the little song that they sang and the two characters giggling while they're singing it. Yeah, they well, I, I like that as a little touch. Yeah, they they sang uh Eminem's White America <laughs> no. throughout the movie. <laughs> on on ukulele. <laughs> yeah, on on, on ukulele. <laughs> yeah, Minato's a big fan of the Eminem show. Oh my god. It's his no. favorite it's his favorite of Eminem's releases. It's it's just a very and sweet song. She's like, "No, about it's the Slim Shady LP." Stop. <laughs> Can you imagine? Make that your next uh, AMV. <laughs> uh, but they're like singing the song to each other, at, like in character and giggling and stuff. Almost like they're making eye contact. It's like you can feel it. Like you can. It's those little touches that I think is what makes people like this movie so much. I don't know if it was the actors who sang it or just two other singers, but. Um... The first time when they're singing the song together, it does feel very uh, organic. Yeah. Because they're both like no, kind of. It sounds like the actors. They're, I bo- think. they're both giggling and they're both like kind of goofing. It's not like a totally serious song. And How come we never sing to each other? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. Kimika. Come on. Baby, baby. I don't like singing. Unbelievable. I don't like singing. I, I I don't think I have a very good. It's such singing like voice. a cliche movie thing to like sing at each other. Getting su- sing, sing together. Being sung at is not like a, a fun activity for it's, you. It's a little awkward, <laughs> my my opinion. <laughs> anyway, but I did like how they dealt with his death because this sort of like because I've we've seen people die in movies all the time. And rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, to, to all those lost. To to I feel like I have never really. I liked that, like how they did it. It wasn't like brutal to me. Is there? But a, was it not brutal because I knew it was coming? I don't know. It was very. It was kind of weird to me that uh, so right after his death, uh, name is Hinako. No, that's the girl. Uh, Minato is the guy. What's what's her name? Hinako. Yeah, that's what I said. Minato and Hinako. I said Minako. No, Minato. Oh, is that what? Is him. Hinako. It's her, yeah. Okay. Why are their names rhyme? Yeah, I mean, they were like meant for each other. <laughs> Hinako's uh, obviously devastated after his death. Yeah. Uh, his sister Yoko does not seem to give a shit. Literally unaffected. Unaf- completely unaffected by her brother dying, and somehow bothered that his she's like his girlfriend grieved. Is, is uh that was like the like one of like the weirdest. Yeah, so strange, right? And, and then at the end, it's like you know she's sort of emotional. I mean, we'll we'll get to it in a second. She she sees him again yes. in in a capacity, and is sort of emotional about it, but like. That that care it's like they're like all right we need a we need a Sundere girl 
Yeah, who doesn't care that her brother just died? But it's like just get over it. It's like yo, that's her. Just yo, get over it. You gotta you gotta walk away from the trope, and and you, it doesn't doesn't have to be Yoko's movie, obviously, because it's not it's not her story. But at the same time, it's like it's not that's not happening. They're very it doesn't it, make sense. They're very close. They're very close. Yeah. Right. Like it just it you know it just uh her. It's one thing if she's, like, angry and sort of, like... Yeah, the way that she was angry was off. Because it was it was her her attitude from before he dies and after he dies were the exact same. Yeah. Which was, like... And, and she's pretty much the same for the rest of the movie. Yeah. In a way that feels very, uh... It was... It, 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 it kind of... I don't know. It kind of... Takes you out of it. Takes me out of it. Right, because, reminds me of watching anime. Yeah, it's it's unrealistic. Like, there's something like just off about it. Same with Wasabi. I mean, his was his was a little bit better. Wasabi's the best friend character. He, I, I initially thought that it was going to be Wasabi and her because no. he's the first one she sees. Yeah, it's just a, it's something very like wishy washy about this surf movie. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> little... saying. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a little rocky. It's a little, it's a little rough and tumble. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not a, it's not a clear stream, if you will. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a real tidal wave of uh, inconsistencies. <laughs> okay. Well done. Handshake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What were we talking about? Uh, uh Yoko. before the puns. Oh, w- wasabi. Wasabi's reaction to the death was better. He's but actually also, like, like crying about it. Yeah, at least he he got emotional and cried and But then Yoko's upset. basically like you pussy. <laughs> like <laughs> Okay. He yeah, no, it it gets shut down really quickly. <sighs> Let men cry. And then God damn it. But but then the main part is Hinako kind of realizes that if she sings the song that brings uh Minato back only in water and he's doing like the, the he's doing this goofy face and he's doing the I don't know what it's called the like surfer hang dude ten. hang 10 uh sign <laughs> and she shows up anywhere there's water and it's, it's it's almost played as comedic it is when she summons him in a toilet bowl well that comes later but when she's just starting to do it, yeah. and he's showing up like random places, and she's like, huh, ah, huh, ah, like, like in the bathtub. Yes. <laughs> uh, that comes later, too. Oh. Like uh, when she. Oh, you're, you're I'm talking saying about like, like the like initial. Right, right at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. She goes, she's seeing him in like the the lake water and like in yeah. the rain and in her water bottle. So I thought, I thought that was all just like metaphor. And then it's like, oh. So cute. Oh, no, literally, she's summoning him. <laughs> Through the power of song. Yeah, yeah, no, because, well, because it is a metaphor, right? But it's also, like, anime, so he is really... The metaphor becomes reality. Becomes reality, exactly. Uh, that's kind of interesting. But it's played for comedy. It's very funny at the beginning, and then, yeah. And, and I think that's in part because the the whole getting to that point was so light, you know? Like, there, it wasn't, like, a heavy 
story where death was like this this like intense thing that happened. It's just a stepping just a stone day, in the story. <laughs> yeah, just a bad day, dude. Um, it's just a stepping stone in getting to him being in, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> and on cinema where Tim's like, yeah, my son's death. It's a real bummer. <laughs> just a real bummer, man. <laughs> um But then but then she goes crazy basically, right? Once she realizes she can summon him, she realizes that she has not lost him and she fills up a platypus or something and puts him in it. There's a whale, big whale balloon. A whale without otter fins or something. I forget cute. what it was. Big cute blubbery thing. It was a big balloon that they had earlier. Fills it up with water. And then just like drags him around everywhere. That was probably my favorite part. Yeah, hilarious. I like, I like big. Uh... Well, first it's a water bottle. She's like, she's like bringing him around everywhere in his her little water bottle. Gets him a nice flask. And then she upgrades it to this giant whale balloon yeah. filled with water. Is it a platypus? No, it's. It, they make like a weird point about it being this specific sea creature. It's like a like a no finned whale or something a white gull hmm. gully galoo you're a galoo <laughs> uh, I don't know it was a very sweet it's a very sweet thing but you're also it's one of those things where you're watching it and you're like oh that's so sweet but so sad at the same time, right? Yeah. That, and I feel like you see that in people who uh, have experienced loss like that, like a sudden loss, is they cling to the things that they used to have, like with that person. Am I wrong? Are you still looking up the, the no, whale? I looked up. Sorry, I looked up platypus, and oh, then now you're just looking at pictures. You of can platypus. when you no when you, Google lets you uh, view what oh, a platypus would an, look like an animal in your space. Whoa! Look at that guy go. Okay, that's a little jarring. Oh, he's so little. He's plat. Yeah, he's not very big. He's swimming around our living room. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Hilarious. Gonna look at more animals. <laughs> Continue, please. Um, but it's whoa! It's that. <laughs> <laughs> emu he's huge it's the, Sorry. the the edge of of cute and endearing and you're doing better but are you doing better because are you moving on with your life are you real it's like yes we're glad that you're happy but also you're happy because you're clinging to these things that are never aren't real right like they're not they aren't what they used to be they never they never will be what they used to be and then Minato is like, "Oh, we're, I'm here when you for you if you need me. Like if there's an emergency, <laughs> yeah, I will help you." And that sort of like puts her on the path to wanting to help other people because he's a firefighter. There's this whole fire water thing going on. Yeah. My my what fire else spirit. Happens? You, you're more of a fire spirit. Well, what's what's Sagittarius? Fire. Yeah. Isn't Aries? Fire. Yeah. Fire goes well with fire. 
feel like I'm more of a psychic spirit. <laughs> more of a ghost type. <laughs> yeah, more of a ghost type. Ghost uh, poison. Yeah. Or dark poison. I'm dark poison. It's kind of not, then not like a lot to thing, say about the Then movie. there's like all this other stuff that happens. Like Wasabi confesses his love to her and Hinatel Hin- talks to him in the toilet and... Uh, Yoko, it's it's real that Yoko saves him at a young age yes, in like the right. ocean. Right. Yeah. No. The, there's like this this connection from when they were kids, and she's been trying to unlock his phone the whole time. <laughs> there's this metaphor. There's this thing that they keep saying towards the end of the movie. They're like, you just gotta ride your. Once you're able to ride that wave, the wave of life. I was like, what, what does that even mean? What does that the even wave mean? wave of life. Like, once once you're able to live, you just gotta live, man. The even if wave even, of even if life. It's, there's, you don't know when your last day is gonna be. And then there's this whole thing with his sister being like, I'm training to open my own cafe so that I can let my brother's dream become a reality. And it's like, oh, so you do care about your brother? Yeah, it just—I mean, it's like people grieve different. Well, yeah, people grieve different, but at the same time, it's—it's it's, uh, that feels cheap. It's like, well, yeah, my brother always wanted a restaurant. Here's my way into showing I'm emotionally affected by this. I wonder if this was pitched as an anime and they turned it into a movie. It's kind of hard to do this as a series. It does kind of feel a little bit compressed, but also, like, there's not enough story. Like, the way that they presented it is there's not enough story. But it feels like there could have been a lot more story because of these sort of B and C characters that were introduced. Wasabi and Yoko should have just been one person. Yeah. Yeah, that would well, have that would have saved the movie. Well, because like they end up together. Yeah, you, you got know? you got to have two couples. It just seems very like um, fast. Like everything happens. You got to really have got to have more characters for the uh, the audience to fall in love with. Also, maybe it's, maybe it's just me, but it's like a whole year passes in this movie because yeah. they, they go from Christmas to Christmas. They do, and it's point. it's really like truncated in that way. Like she moves. It's. It just feels very like com- like the timeline is very compressed. She, she it's like it's not supposed to feel that way. She's going to uh, university, right? Yeah, supposedly. But she lives in like these like baller fucking apartments. Does she, I mean they're not really that baller, are they? Well, isn't like the first one like right by the beach? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not baller. This is gonna sound stupid. Okay. Let's hear it. But. And I'm I'm almost nervous to say this, but isn't it crazy to think like <laughs> yeah, put your hand on the kill switch. Uh It's a it's a Japanese movie about surfing. I forget that Japan is an island <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I mean, and, and there must be great beaches there. <laughs> you you do, you do not uh, often hear about Japan's like surfing in Japan. At least I would say, like, of course there must be surfing in Japan. Yeah, but you never hear about that because, like, you hear about Tokyo and like Japan as a country is like you typically got, hear about has like a lot to talk about. 
you hear Cats about other things before that. Tokyo and tech and anime and da 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 But then, like, then to see this movie about, like, surfing and it's, it's, uh, uh, it's not dubbed. No. It's so it's only in subtitles. I wish so... it was I wish it was dubbed by an entirely Australian cast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, I mean like when you think of Austra- like when I think of Australia, I think of like surfing. Right. Or surfers or like if I think of like Monterey, California or like Tahiti or these other places. <laughs> Monterey, California or Tahiti. <laughs> I mean, or Hawaii. Well, there's like, a, I mean, there's, yeah, Hawaii, yeah, that too. I mean, there's a very, there's a very specific slice of California that's like the the surf mecca. I mean, it's there's like, yeah, you just think about surf culture and like Japan does not come to mind. Typically not, but no. surely, but it exists. It's an it's an island. <laughs> there's an an if this anime is anything to go by. Um, but and you see, and, and it's not like it's like you know it's an island. Like you see Japanese art all the time. Always includes water. Anyway, we've seen many a beach episode. It's just one, it, and the beach episodes a plenty. But I've never like seen a live action thing where like you're in Japan on the beach, except maybe in Godzilla. <laughs> right, but Godzilla even it's typically. You're not at the beach when Godzilla appears. Right. Maybe Shin, I mean, Shin Godzilla has the scene where he comes out of the water, but I think even that's like, I think it's like grassland. So I respect it in the aspect of like the, <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like they they just like took a hat and they were like surfing, surfing, <laughs> yeah. surfing death, um, and magic or something and they were like yeah we can make that work i also mentioned while we when we finished watching the movie that it seemed like the kind of movie that you would watch to uh learn japanese (laughs) because (laughs) i didn't didn't understand that comment they repeat that song over and over and Uh, over again there's also a scene where she's like she like receives directions from someone and then she's like uh, riding her bike and she's like north west school (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like pointing at things. Oh, John found, found Godzilla on a surfboard. There's a few of these. I believe it. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> I just, it's not, not something that I've ever thought about before. There's a lot of pictures of Godzilla, like people drawing Godzilla surfing. That's pretty funny. Yeah. What'd you think of the animation of this? I liked it, but then occasionally it did that 3D thing. That just like still does not work for me. I I don't know if it was a 3D thing, but it seemed like there were a bunch of scenes that it was not animation and it was like After Effects. Mm-hmm. Like there's um. That's what I mean. So I mean, the movie ends with like a uh, Yoko and Hinako. At, they find the guys that lit the building on fire, and they're going to shoot off fireworks again. And they chase them to this building that's got a giant tree inside of it. They're are they trying to like rat them out? They're trying to get yeah. They're trying to get evidence. Tr- trying to get a rat jacket. Yeah, yeah. Yoko's like, oh, I'm gonna use that I'm gonna get properly. evidence. Um, right, and so. 
But once again, it catches on fire, but then they're able to summon the spirit of Minato, who brings a body of water up. Well, she's struggling with the idea of, like, if I, if I summon him again, he's getting, like, weaker. And, he, like, it's almost like he's passing over. And she's like, oh, if I use him one more time. It's kind of like um, the girl who leapt through time a little bit. Yeah. It's like, you only get, like, so many chances with this person. Right. I I mean I I I was I was bringing that up as context to say there's uh the end of the movie she's like a lifeguard and is like on the beach and it just there it looks so awkward she's like moving really fast. Oh. And I was like that's a budget cut. <laughs> budget cut. That's that's like uh they realized they they didn't animate a scene or something. There was some stuff that I really liked and then there was some stuff that felt really like rushed and and didn't look right both story-wise and animation-wise so i'm just kind of surprised to like see that this anime did so well like in general like in the public opinion that it was so praised so highly if if i were if i were me in this moment I would say this is not the anime that you want to like show your friend that's not into anime. This is not going to get anyone into this anime. Is, this is not going to get anyone into anime. Felt like a rom com almost. Yeah, I mean, it was magical realism rom com. It did give me. Adam, imagine it, it Adam magical, Sandler as was... the water spirit. Okay, <laughs> it was magical realism, but not pushed far enough. Like. <laughs> There should have been more magical elements, or we should, he should, less. We should have met the spirit of fire and the spirit of light. Although that would have—that's not really the movie either. I don't know. It's just um, it just felt very middling. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I would agree. I I liked it. I did not love it. I thought it was. I. Th- this is a cute movie. This on the scale is like surface reality good. This is surface reality cute, which is a. Uh, an offshoot, <laughs> which is a diagonal. a diagonal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really a three. It's a. It's really a four D graph. If it you is. Think about it. It's there's a... there's a z axis as well. <laughs> got to got to get the z axis of once you of once you cute and once gross. you put it into <laughs> cute to gross. <coughs> I don't know. I just wanted to pick something kind of like different, random, because we were talking about watching another Miyazaki movie, and like <laughs> you're tickled with the the four D. Evangelion. Is cool, <laughs> uh, freaker, and gross. Is it <laughs> Gridman? So. Uh, cool, or <laughs> uh, freaker and cute. <laughs> it's another dimension. It's another dimension. <laughs> you really have to conceptualize the graph because you're never going to see it. I hate to break it to you. And you're you're never gonna get John's hand motions that go with the graph, unfortunately. <laughs> Which directions things are going in? Cute and gross is the uh, is the matrix. It's just very. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. But wait, but like really quickly, this is the same creators that did Devilman Crybaby, isn't it? Same studio. Same studio. Yeah. 
which I I think makes sense. I think the animation, when it's good, it's really good. And I think I, just think I felt the same way of Devilman Crybaby. It didn't. It worked more for Devilman Crybaby than it did for this. For yeah. me. For me. It's just my opinion, you know? Devilman had, I think, a bigger budget, maybe. And, it, like, an actual psycho is, like, a showrunner. This, this movie, for me, made me realize that kind of... I don't know if this is really slice, or li- slice of life, but it did feel like that at some points, like, with the fireman stuff and uh, the cooking, you know? Like, ha- like, having to see them make coffee and do the omelet every time. Yeah. Every time I see that omelet in anime, though, I'm like, fuck, I want to try that omelet. <laughs> That's like step one when we get to Japan is like, the wake omelet. up, omelet over rice. And yeah. I want it to fold open like in all the movies. Be all like gooey and stuff. Yes. I want it officially. Yeah. But it, there's these like slice of life elements and it makes me realize that that's really hard to do. In general or? Just in, just in general. Like those... Those films and and shows and whatever, like for that to work, you have to really care about the characters. Yeah, like it, really care about them. And then and then you get the office. Yeah, something that people connect to to the grave. Yeah, exactly. Or Which is slice of life, technically. That that is American slice of life. Yeah. Although I don't know, I feel like. Slice of Life anime, I'm not sold on. I'm trying to find something. I'm trying to find something. I I wanted to break us out of the uh, watching things that we were for sure going to like uh, kind of path we were going on. Have we? <laughs> yeah, well, we've been watching a lot of stuff that would technically fall under something I would like, something you would like. Hmm. I feel like we gravitate towards sort of the like darker or like anything kind of tech centered or like yeah. we've been watching like Gundams and uh it's kind of like the the headier anime if you will. Right. And a lot of stuff from the 90s too. Man, we found this like video rental place near us that has like a an anime selection. Don't know can't re- could not tell you any of the anime that we found in the bin, but like maybe one day we're just gonna go in and like just grab blind one. blind pick. I think that's the way to do it. Just like they did have Astro Boy though. Yeah, there there were some very strange like '90s forgotten stuff that I think would be fun to watch. Yeah, but I was also like oh, more '90s. Like I I feel like we have to mix it up a, a little bit and like watch some modern stuff. Some I guess I guess old you watch stuff. I guess Big O was '90s technically. Yeah, I'm just trying to like jump around a little bit. I just think just the, a little the bit. '90s was uh, like the apex of culture. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you were a baby. <laughs> yeah, I was I was born then. Everything it affected me, man. Is there is there anything from like the early two thousands that still feels like it's like from the future? Sure. I feel, I still feel like uh, the first two Lincoln Park albums sound like they're from the future. Oh, I guess I don't really know what you mean because the whole the the whole kind of like there was a big pull in the nineties to make futuristic stuff, right? But. They they ended up just making '90s stuff. Well, yeah, just it, that just ended up being the actual. I don't know. Uh, look or image or 
like it was futuristic stuff is of the 90s <laughs> yeah because it was a very specific idea and view of the future well yeah it was, it was all very it was like that soundtrack from matrix <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean I, I i don't know if like the I don't know. Is there is there like prevailing future media that's like evolved past like the kind of cyberpunk stuff? So I'm trying to think of like media in recent memory that's has to do with like being in the future, some kind of a futuristic setting, and it's all kind of well, Westworld. Well, Westworld's like, I mean, it's 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 the future, but it's not. No, I don't know what you're trying. I I feel like I'm trying. To... Okay. Get on the same page as you, but I'm not really sure. The idea of the future in like the 50s was like the space age. The Jetsons. The Jetsons. You would have your own robot. Like everything would be powered by nuclear. A lot of spherical buildings. (laughs) Right. Okay. 90s future. Like Batman Beyond. Cyberpunk. Ghost in the Shell. Mm -hmm. What's like our current view of the future? Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Like the cyberpunk game just came out couple years ago and that's still the same kind of deal you know what i mean um like we've we've kind of settled on like neon kanji signs and <laughs> like holograms holograms i don't know if i don't know if we've i don't know if we've uh progressed past that in any way or if we ever will i don't or if know we'll ever actually get to that point i don't i don't think we will yeah i feel like I think that would probably be more trouble than it's worth. I feel like it's it's more. I, I feel like now we're more interested in the the unrealistic future than we are in a more realistic future. Like we're not dreaming about microwaves anymore. We're 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 watching Star Wars and imagining planets and a future that is so far off from Julie. Where Star we're. Wars is a long time ago. <laughs> Star Wars is in the past. Yeah, but it's the future. No, it's it's in the past. <laughs> but it the technology is the idea and the technology and the flying cars and lightsabers and Julie. Haven't you seen the, the opening? Magic, you know, harnessing maybe, the power of your mind. Maybe like the future fiction right now is like uh Handmaid's Tale. Mm. It's it's <laughs> no. like well it's like sort of it's it's uh it's sort of like what a future reality is like politically rather than maybe technologically. I would say it's, I feel like people are more interested in the power of your mind than they are in like tech. And uh, I feel like people are very jaded about tech at the moment. Why do people like ride your wave? (laughs) Let's just cut it there. Uh, It's a nice movie and it's cute and it might make you feel something. If you're might make you're you looking... feel something, <laughs> it, it would. If you're if you're looking for something that's gonna make you feel good, this might make you feel good. Like if you just watched like some really heavy, sad something, this will pull you out of that for sure. Why do you think people <laughs> like ride your way? Forfeit the game until somebody takes you out of the frame. You are put your name to shame. This is Cover John singing to fa- me. Just uh, laughing lyrics. 
Give me your honest opinion. Of the movie? No, just tell me why people would like it. I mean, yeah, it's 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 cute. It's everyone loves it's got a nice love story if you are into that. Not everyone loves a love story. Do you? There's a lot of people with hate in their hearts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you you've crossed into a into a a bit persona, <laughs> as I like to call them. <laughs> it's when it's when you're so far into the bit that you can't break break character <laughs> uh, no i i i uh i like a romance in fiction generally you you like I'm, um, I'm a romantic you we really love um the before sunrise movies those are like those are probably my favorite those movies. are like peak romance in this house yeah um you know it's it's got a nice romance i think it deals with grief in a way that i don't think any other Really, I mean, honestly, any other media has in a, in like a lighthearted way. Yeah. Which is like, it's like, hey, your boyfriend's dead. We gotta go have fun. <laughs> like, yeah. But here's like, a platypus. Yeah, yeah. And here's a here's a. It's platypus. not a platypus. But it's not a platypus. You know what we're saying. I'd like. I want to. For, for all intents and purposes. Where do we need a platypus? Um. They at, probably are... at the zoo. Hmm. Aquarium. Maybe. Yeah. If you know where to find a platypus. For for public viewing, email us at why do people like anime at gmail dot com. <laughs> Side note, um, and follow us on Instagram. Uh, why do people like anime? I wasn't going to do the full plug. That uh, <laughs> you were like, let's just end it here. No, I mean, I I thought it was a cute movie. You you also, although I I will put you on the spot here, and you did ask me like why do why do people like spirited away over stuff like this? Yeah, well, I was just curious because like. This movie should have hit me harder, and it didn't. Whereas, like, watching something from Miyazaki usually makes me feel more. And I was just, like, trying to pinpoint what it was about this movie that wasn't doing the doing the magic Ghibli thing. Right. I can't really tell you, is the thing. I mean... I think I think you need you need someone with a very wild imagination. For me, for me, it was the lack of whimsy. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you need a you need a true. You need you need someone who's truly whimsical. You where need, where was the mysterious old woman? You know, where was the um who lives I don't in know. your walls or whatever? <laughs> your walls. Where was the um the lovable scary creature? You know. You know, I was listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Axe to Grind. It's about uh, hardcore punk music. Um, And they're discussing on this week's episode that you kind of have to assume that someone out there is going to think that you're corny. Right. Um, And you have to... And the person who is unaware that anyone could think that they're corny is going to win at life in some way and be happier than anyone else. Right. And I feel like, I think, I think Miyazaki is unafraid of people thinking that he's corny to any degree. Like, yeah, I'm going to make the big, the movie about the big raccoon bear cat (laughs) or yeah, I'm going to make the movie about planes because I liked planes when I was a little baby. Yeah. And I grew up in a plane factory. Whereas, like, you know, if you do stuff later on that's, like, kind of cool or whatever, it, 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 uh, it, and you don't fully allow yourself to go full whimsical, this, this doesn't go full whimsical. Right. I think that's, that's the key word here. 
That's the key word. We're watching our cat in a state of whimsy (laughs) as he discovers the power of inertia. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like um, there's a difference. There's a difference between um, uh, something lighthearted and fun, and something that just like falls too hard in maybe like a cliche or something. Like he, there's little things in this where you just know, you just know that it's, it's what you think it is. You know, I think, I think, uh, if I could, if I can add another axis to the graph. I yeah, think, no, not possible, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking about, it and I feel like, like this is like a lighthearted movie in some way. I don't think I would categorize any Miyazaki stuff as lighthearted. No. I think it's I think Kiki's it's Kiki's delivery service. Maybe yeah, maybe Kiki's delivery service, but like I think I think whimsy and lightheartedness are very different. It, it, I just feel like they're sweet and light and but then it leaves you with something. Whereas this one, like I just didn't I just didn't like like the movie ended and I was like, What well, wasn't that nice? And then like I'm I'm gonna forget about it, Even... I feel like. Even Kiki's delivery service, there were like these moments of like tension. I guess so. Where like the the blimps falling or whatever, or when she's in like the house and she has to like deliver the thing. Right. There's the moment with like the dog. So there's like there are like, and I don't I can't point to the exact things he's doing, but he is doing a thing to make you take the movie seriously. Right. As opposed to this, which kind of washes over you like a like a gentle silly, wave, like a silly little wave. <laughs> Did your parents ever tell you not to turn your back on the ocean? Um, probably. That was very. I either they either told me or I learned the hard way. That was a very important lesson my dad told me. Yeah. Never turn your back on the on the ocean. Man, the ocean is scary. Not gonna lie. It is. I feel like they didn't uh, gravitate too too heavily on the scariness of the ocean because he dies in the in the in the waves. You can fucking die out he in drowns. the ocean. And <laughs> like, not not that far out. And and he's not that far out. You know, one uh one final body of water story before we go. Yeah. So Julie was there uh the door the oh my God. infamous Door County trip where I almost died. Um as, so I'll I'll preface this. Um our school made us take a swim test uh-huh. to graduate. Like you had to know how to swim. So I remember in an assembly, like, uh, I think the dean of the school, you know, like they're, they're sort of like going through the announcements or whatever. And, you know, they mentioned like the swim test. He takes the mic and he, he recounts the story about like, I think going to like Lake Tahoe or somewhere up north where somebody was just like in a lake and drowned and they had to like get him out. And it was a very traumatic event. And he was like, look, like, I think everyone kind of. You're probably like, oh, I don't go to the beach. I'm not going to drown. But it really happens more at these little trips or like at the swimming pool or stuff like this than it <laughs> does in these big, you know, at the ocean. So you really got to learn how to swim. And I remember thinking like, whatever, old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Whatever, you old idiot. Oh, and then, no. you know. And then John ten tries years to later, swim out to the buoy. I, I want to I wanna meet the challenge of your uncles of swimming to the buoy and back. Which is insane. Which is insane. And you learn how distance really works out in the water. And that's something that doesn't seem that far away is actually 
pretty far. Probably like two miles away. And that your your ideas of how to uh how to rest are not gonna work when you try and what what got me so when I tried swimming to the buoy, I assumed that I would be able to like, kind of float on it because like in my head it's like buoys have like like a ring on it right. where you can kind of like you thought it was a big old buoy. I thought it was a big old buoy, but <laughs> it was totally slimy. Yeah. When I grabbed onto it, and I like totally slipped and like yeah went under. Yeah. And that and I I think I got freaked out more than anything. Yeah. Which I think is maybe the worst thing you can do out in the water is to no, get scared. No, this was a, a, a swim to and swim back sort of scenario. Yeah. But you were not properly prepared for what was your undertaking. I and was then, not. And then you panicked. And that was like probably the worst. That was the worst part. So lesson, let there be a lesson. Uh, Listen, if you're if you find yourself in a body of water, just float. Okay. Maybe don't go surfing in conditions that are dangerous like Monado did. Yeah. Or maybe do it and then you'll become the fucking spirit of water. I don't know. know. That'd be pretty cool. I just I just fuck with people all day. I I would hate to die in the ocean. I would too. I think that's one of my fears. You know what one of my fears is? Hmm. Is if no one rated our podcast five stars. (laughs) <laughs> and you thought my segue was bad. Uh, so please uh, don't let my fears come true. If you're an iTunes user, please leave us some sort of five-star review. If you're on Spotify, hit that rating button. Yeah, go to the podcast page and give us a rating. Uh, hey, I still have shirts. We sold. Thank you so much for reaching out if you bought a shirt. It's in the mail. Sold some stuff recently, shipping it out. Just reach out to us and check out our Instagram and let us know what you want to see next. Not see, but hear. Hear about. Because well, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> and we, we appreciate you listening. Should as, we make it a video podcast? Uh, No. That would probably be, that would be like our ticket to the next Straight step. Straight to hell. Oh. If we became streamers. No. And then you can finally go on the H3 podcast. No. And be like a guest. I'm good. You could, you could be riffing with Ethan and. It's. His wife. And I don't want people to know what I look like. Fucking Oliver Tree or whoever the hell else. <laughs> just, just leave it alone. The, just let could, it go. What if, what if you became famous and then you were like the driving force of like getting? Uh, I'm very like happy to Grace be just... Helbig popular again. Oh my god! Like all your favorites. What is this like fantasy that you're having right now? If I, I would. Uh, Poor me. Here... <laughs> it's very strange. What didn't they all? There were like three of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're, you're giving me the look. Leave like, me alone. Shut up. Leave me alone. All right. Unless you're listening to this, in which case, reach out and your next is, week. If your name is Grace Helbig next or week, uh, more anime. We're going to watch more anime. Love you Goodbye. like a sister. <laughs> <laughs>